Welcome to the Storypreneur Podcast, where the art of storytelling meets the world of business and entrepreneurship. On this show, we share tips and strategies on how you can communicate your message and offer in a way that not only attracts more leads, but also helps you speak with confidence and close more sales. Whether you're a business owner, coach, speaker, or just someone looking to up their persuasion game, this podcast is for you. Join us as we explore the power of storytelling and how it can help you stand out in today's crowded market, build better connections with your customers, and take your business to the next level. Now, let's welcome your host, Devin Rodriguez. In this episode, I'm going to share with you a very specific strategy that you can use to double your conversion rate and sell a lot more of what you have a whole lot easier. For those of you that might be new here, I'm Devin Rodriguez, founder of Storypreneur, and we teach coaches and business owners how to leverage the power of storytelling to master the art of selling one-to-many so that they can grow their business with ease. Today, I wanna spend some time talking about an experience that I had at church. I learned so much about how to sell from going to church. Why? Because the pastors, pastors out there, they some good salespeople. Because selling is not just the transfer of money. Selling is the process of moving people in a direction. So whether you want to believe it or not, you're a salesperson. Even if you don't sell a car, you don't sell a program, you don't sell a product. If you have ever tried to get somebody to move in a certain direction, if you ever asked your girlfriend to go out to eat, if you ever asked your children to go to sleep, you are a salesperson. Pastors, great salespeople. There was an experience I had in church that really opened my eyes. It was at the end of the service, and my pastor's name is Pastor Brent. On this channel, number one, we talk about developing a persuasive theme. A persuasive theme is a phrase that enables the audience through constant and spaced repetition to develop a new belief system. In this specific sermon, Pastor Brent's persuasive theme was, are you a fraud? I'm trying to think, remember exactly what it was. Are you a fraud or are you really a follower of Jesus? It was something along those lines. Are you a contender or a counterfeit? There it is. Are you a contender or a counterfeit? Meaning, are you someone that even when you're not at church lives the word of God? Or are you a counterfeit? Somebody that comes to church on Sundays, but then the rest of the week you're sinning and you're doing all of these different things. And throughout the course of the presentation, he constantly repeated that phrase. Are you a contender or are you a counterfeit? Are you a contender or are you a counterfeit? And what we teach here on this channel is developing the persuasive theme is that you build your presentation around your persuasive theme so that the audience comes to hold this new belief of them that I am a contender because that's what the pastor ultimately wanted at the end of the day. So he developed a persuasive theme. His goal was to get people to say, I am a contender. So he gave the sermon. It was a great sermon. And at the end of the sermon, there was something crazy that I had to write down in my notebook. And I now dub this the Pastor Brent close. Let me preface this with saying that a lot of online business owners and coaches nowadays, we host webinars, masterclasses, et cetera. And what we do is we say, if you're ready, put ready in the chat. If you're willing to take risks, put risks in the chat, put one in the chat. And we tell people to do all of these different things in the chat on Zoom. Or if we're presenting live, we say, raise your hand if you agree. Raise your hand if you think it's your time to succeed. Raise your hand if this, raise your hand if that. And a sea of hands will go up. Or if it's on Zoom, there'll be 20 people chatting in the Zoom. But here's the thing. Whenever we ask someone to do something, we want them to take full responsibility and 
ownership of their words. We want them to commit to what we're asking them to commit to. But when we just tell them to write something down in the chat or just raise their hand, they're not committing to anything. They could still run away from it because they're not too tied to that commitment. So watch what Pastor Brent did. End of the sermon. Now he is inviting people to join the church and to give their life to Christ. And he said, I want to spend these next couple of minutes and I want to lead you guys in this prayer. And then he gave a prayer, basically inviting Jesus into people's hearts. And usually what Pastor Brent does, he says, okay, at this time, everybody stand up. They'll start playing music. And then if you want to come down and give your life to Christ, come to one of these couples and they'll give you a big hug, accept you into the church, and we'll give you some information. He didn't do that this time. Once the prayer was done, everybody sat down. He played some music. He said, I want to do something a little different. He said, what I want to do is for those of you that just prayed that prayer in your heart, inviting God into your life, and you believe that you are a contender, remembering the persuasive theme, I want you to stand up one by one and say these words. I'm going to say that again. I want you to stand up one by one and say these words. I believe that Jesus is my Lord. And that's all I want you to say, he said. And then you could sit back down. And this place is going to explode and praise and, and cheers for you. So he said, okay, who's going to be the first one? For 30 seconds, nobody stood up. What did Pastor Brent do? He sat there quiet, not saying a word until one person came up. I believe that Jesus is my God. He sat down. Another guy. I believe that Jesus is my Lord. Sat down. A woman stand up. I believe that Jesus is my Lord. She sat down. Another person. I believe that Jesus. And all of a sudden, there was like 25 people that were standing up, sitting down, standing up, sitting down, standing up, sitting down. And let's take a time out here. What is he getting people to do? Let's break it down. Number one, he said, if you believe that, I want you to stand up one by one. Why is that so important, one by one? Well, let's compare. Hey, everybody, raise your hands if you believe that. What type of ownership is there? What type of commitment? There's not much. But if I get you to stand up and you're the only person in the congregation standing up, or let's take this into your business. If the person that stands up in the audience or the person that unmutes themselves on Zoom and they're the only one, you tell me, is there more commitment to that or let me see everybody's hands? Obviously, there's more commitment when all of the spotlight is on you. That is how you get somebody to take ownership of something. So when he said one by one, he was getting people to take ownership of their words. And then he gave them the words. So you want to give people a specific phrase to say, which can be the phrase that is your persuasive theme, which, which could be commit first and figure out the rest later. I am a high ticket investor. So if you believe that you are a high ticket investor, I want you to stand up one by one, or I want you to unmute your mic one by one and say these words. I am an investor or I am willing to invest in myself. And then what happened after Pastor Brent gave them the phrase and he was quiet for 30 seconds. No one in the audience said a word and it was awkward. What did Pastor Brent do? He embraced the awkwardness. So if you're going to apply this and I want you to understand that it might be a little awkward the first time you do it because there's not going to be anybody that's going to say anything. And how I recommend you play it is you say, okay, guys, I'm just going to sit here until somebody says it. Because here's the reason why. It only takes one person to go and the rest will follow. Pay close attention to what happened in my congregation. It was quiet for 30 seconds. One person popped up. 
Then he sat down, another person popped up. And then before you knew it, it was boom, boom, people popping up left and right, left and right. It only takes one to go and the rest will follow. So you just have to wait for that one person. But once that one person goes, open the floodgates, baby, there's going to be a ton of people that are going to stand up and say those words and take public responsibility and ownership of those words. Now, why does that happen? What's the psychology behind that? Well, the psychology behind that is what we call the herd effect. And that states that people in an audience or animals, the most safe location in a herd or a group of animals is the center. So anytime a bunch of people begin to stand up and say a certain, a specific amount of words, people instinctually are going to say, I need to be part of the group because being part of the group is safer than not being part of it. So now there's people jumping up left and right saying different things. This is the psychology behind it. Once one person goes, they form the group. And then instinctually, we want to join that group. Hence why this is so effective. So these people stood up one by one and said those words. Now let's take it a step further than Pastor Brent did. If you're going to do this with people, you need to ensure that they mix those words that they say with emotion. So they can't just say something like, I'm ready to take my level, my game to the next level. No, you have to interrupt them. No, 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 no. Are you serious about your life? Are you sure that this is time? Yes, I am. So say it like you mean it. Say it like your life depends on it. And then they say, I'm ready to go to the next level of my life. And they scream it. Yes. Now they have that belief. Now that's part of them. But let's continue with Pastor Brent. Everybody went, everybody sat down. Now he's getting ready to call people up to go to one of the couples to give their life to Christ. What did he do? He said specifically before he ever asked everybody to get up, he said, now what I want to do is I want to invite those of you who just said those words. He's specifically calling on the people that just took public accountability of those words. Why is that important? He did not call out the whole congregation. He called out those specifically who just said those words. Why? That shines the light back on them. Robert Cialdini in his book, Influence, talks about a very, very, very important principle called commitment and consistency. So by getting people to say a group of words one by one, they take ownership and commit to those words. They commit to that belief. Commitment and consistency states, it states that when you get somebody to give you a higher level of commitment, they will want to act that is consistent with that commitment. So when Pastor Brent said, for those of you that just said those words, he's calling out those that just committed to what he just asked them to commit to. He didn't just say, okay, everybody come up. No, he said, those of you who just said those words. So those of you that just said those words, I want you to stand up and come to one of these couples. He's giving them a very great call to action. And they will hug you and give you some more information to get you started on your Christian journey, blah, 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 blah. And lo and behold, every single person that stood up was able to put themselves in that spotlight. They went up, gave their life to Christ. But then I was walking out of church. I was like, okay, great. Nice tactic. I like it. I heard one other thing that was like, wow. He said, as he was inviting them up to the stage, or excuse me, up to one of these couples, he said, and here's the thing. Those of you, you guys just stood up one by one. Now you're standing up with this entire congregation of 500 people. That's nothing. So what is he doing? He's minimizing the fear that is associated with taking action. So how can you begin to minimize the fear associated with your clients, prospects taking action when you speak? 
That's why calling them out one by one is very effective for multitude of reasons. It reduces the fear of future action. So then once everybody went up, he noticed that nobody was coming up anymore. And then I heard him say this, and this was so genius. He said, I have a funny feeling that there's some people in here that just want to come, but might be a little afraid for some reason. So what I need you to do is look to the person to the left of you and the person to the right of you and say these words to them. I'll go with you if you need me to. Why is this so incredibly persuasive? Because when you turn to somebody else and say, I'll go with you, you minimize the anxiety and the fear that's going on inside of somebody. And now they're more likely to go up. Because now not all of the spotlight is on them. They have you to go with them. So how do you incorporate this in your business? Start to think about how can you use the power of those in the community, those on the call, those in the audience to make the decision easier for people. If it's a live presentation, you can literally use what Pastor Brent did. Say, if you want to join, I'll go up there with you. If you want to go, I'll go with you. And I guarantee that more people will go. Why? Because it reduces anxiety, reduces fear, because we don't like to be put on the spot. So if you can give me some support, it will make me feel a lot better. Lo and behold, Pastor Brent did that. Another 15 people went up. The Pastor Brent closed. So let's summarize the Pastor Brent closed. First and foremost, develop a persuasive theme. What's the persuasive theme? And then number two, build your presentation around that persuasive theme. Number three, at some point in your presentation, it could be at the beginning, the middle, and the end, Pastor Brent did it towards the end. Get people to commit to your persuasive theme. If you have multiple persuasive themes, strategically throughout your presentation, have people commit publicly, publicly, keyword, to that persuasive theme. Pastor Brent's was, if you believe that God is your Lord, I want you to say these words, God is my Lord. Or he could have said that I am a contender because that was a persuasive theme. He just had multiple persuasive themes. So for you, what's the persuasive theme? And then use these words in step number three, which is, I want you all that believe, let's say that your persuasive theme is, I take action even when I'm scared. I want you all to that believe that you take action even when you're scared to unmute your mics or to stand up one by one, one by one keywords and say these words. I take action even when I'm scared. Someone's going to say it. If they don't give their all, you interrupt. No, 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 no. Say it like you mean it until they mix it with emotions. After, after that, now they're committed. So now when you ask them to take action, the action is going to be in line with that commitment. After that, you need to begin to think, how can you begin to minimize the fear that is going to be there when you make your offer? Pastor Brent, utilize the community in the room. Maybe that's something that you could do. One of the things that I want to leave you with here, and this will be the last point, is frame your offer as a way for the audience, not necessarily to like take their coaching business to the next level or to join your life coaching program. Frame it in terms of this is your opportunity to prove to yourself that what you just committed to, those words, when you said this is an opportunity for you to prove it to yourself. Why is that so effective? That is effective because people want to act consistent with their commitment. It's not enough to just get somebody to commit to something. We have to remind them that you committed to something. And ultimately, we do all of this, and this is the Pastor Brent Close. We use this so that we can help people transform their lives and to step into a person that God called them to be. So this is the Pastor Brent Close 
Use it next time you're speaking. I guarantee you, you'll be able to, number one, sell a lot more of what you have, but more importantly, transform people and help them step into the person that God called them to be so that they can go out into this world and have a massive impact. Thanks for tuning in to the Storypreneur Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the tips and strategies shared today and are feeling inspired to take your storytelling to the next level. My friend, it's time to share your messages in a way that enables you to stand out from the crowd, have a massive impact, and dominate your industry. All it takes is having a story and knowing how to deliver it. Before you go, we'd really appreciate it if you share this episode with a fellow business owner who you know needs to become a storypreneur. Thanks for being part of our family, and we'll catch you next time.